Hello and welcome to another edition of the Retreadcast, your regular podcast series for the global tyre retreading industry. Today's main interview is with one of the most interesting entrepreneurs active within the retreading industry worldwide. Haji Kandari is the CEO of the UK's largest independent retreader, Vaculog. And since his acquisition of the company in 2018, he's been one of the leading proponents of the retreading industry's sustainability credentials. But as you will see, he has strong views on a variety of subjects. So why don't we go over to Grantham right now and hear what he has to say. Today, we're very fortunate to be able to speak to Haji Kandari, who is the CEO of the UK Retread Abaculog, and a prominent supporter and promoter of the sustainable credentials of the retreading industry, both in the UK and, and beyond. Good afternoon, Haji, and welcome to the Retreadcast. David, thank you for having me. appreciate it. Nice to see you again. Absolutely. Nice to see you as well. Now, uh, we, uh, the first question I wanted to ask you was, uh, you know, Vaculog's been a, a leader in promoting the sustainability of the retraining industry. So what I wanted to ask was how you thought, uh, a pin, you know, how can the industry make the sustainability credentials uh, of the industry count better? Uh, yeah, well, you know, obviously retreads are are sustainable by by nature, right? I mean, it's one of the reasons I invested in in retreading was uh, you know part of that sustainability journey. Uh, you know, I'm a fourth generation tire entrepreneur, and uh, I think my family's been polluting the earth for the last three generations with tires. So something to give back. So retreading is clearly very sustainable. We our little factory alone saves you know seven million kilos of over seven million kilos of carbon uh, last year alone, and uh, and growing. And, you know, the, the statistics are out there, the, the level of uh, rubber we save, et cetera. Uh, we need to get that out there more, you know, using uh, you know, people like yourself in the media, talking to fleets. And it's surprising how many conversations we've had where we're still today people in fleets. And, and these are significant fleets that say, well, oh, no, retreads, no, 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 they're bad for the environment. Those tires on the side of the road are, um, you know, retreads. And I'm like, actually, no, they're not. <laughs> By definition, they're not. Uh, and and so it's and it's not good for us in terms of safety credentials and this and that. So so we actually before even promoting the sustainability are promoting the safety and saying well you know these are actually safe products they're on you know every aircraft landing pretty much that you're on uh, they're on school buses in in the United States uh, by I think by law Obama put that law in so so you know they are absolutely safe and then yes you get the sustainability for free because you've now got a product that is you know. The main thing for me when when it came to Vaculag and was was and, and retrading is that retrading is genuinely a sustainable industry. So it's it ticks three boxes. One is that the product has to actually be equal or better. So a retread is three hundred seventy five thousand miles. We've had our retreads go on that. That's fifteen times around the world. It's better than a new tire a lot of times, and it's not, it's not rocket science, right? Because at the end of the day, you put more rubber on it, it lasts longer. If you put more tea sugar in your tea, it's sweeter. It's it's, it's not rocket science. But, but we do that. So the product is better. The product needs to be cheaper, not more expensive. Like you're reusing stuff. So why should it be more expensive? Why should I pay more to have an electric car, pay more to have, uh, you know, non-plastic straws or whatever? And it is, you know, retreads depending on, you know, what, what the price thing is, 60, 65% uh, of a new tire easily, right? Um, so, so you have a better product, you have a cheaper product, and it has to be genuinely sustainable. Uh, for I mean, the whole thing around electric cars, electric batteries, and you know, little kids in Congo that are mining the lithium or, or the complex convoluted supply chains that, that exist 
that make electric cars probably not even as you know uh, sustainable as one may think. In our case, it's very simple. The numbers are out there. We save you know eighty five percent of the of the used carcass. We have sixty um, you know kilos of of rubber that are saved. We have you know the the carbon emissions are saved. Uh, sorry, sixty kilos of carbon emissions um and and the steel and and, and that's just it's it's clear right and as i said earlier seven million plus kilograms of of uh carbon just mark 13 acre factory in grantham so you know once you have that you recognize that you can then market that across to people and and explain that and that's why what we're doing we're doing it through you know our whole sustainable thinking campaign and you know part of one of the things that we've discussed before and you, you've kindly attended is our sustainability forum and that is actually telling people and getting it out there as, as a message. We're not, you know, it doesn't, we don't make money from it. We're not, we're not using it. But anyway, so that, that's some of the things we can do. And, and it's, it's important for us to continue doing. Okay, so you mentioned the uh, sustainability forum. It's sort of been, been one of the key initiatives that you, you've brought in over the last couple of years or so. Uh, can you give our viewers a, an update on how this initiative has gone and, and how can it be expanded going forward? Yeah, no, thank you. So the sustainability forum, you know, is something that's very uh, key to us. We wanted to make sure it just wasn't a talking shop. So so we, we got uh, curated a bunch of people that came in from the industry, from fleets, from the media, from, you know, different uh, different walks of life that are focused on, on, on sustainability. And what we wanted to do was make sure that as we discussed issues and came up with issues that we actually delivered. So one of the things that, that came up in the sustainability forum was a, was an app for retorts, et cetera. And there were some, some issues around what other things are doing. We as, as Vaculac said, you know what, we'll just develop one for the industry. We developed it for the second uh, sustainability forum. We presented it to the forum and we said, okay, this is what it is. Please comment on it, come back to us and we'll redevelop it. And that app is now in development for the third forum. Um, we've been very lucky that, uh, you know, some of our, our partners are supporting us, whether that's, uh, you know, Hankook on, on the new tire side. And, you know, they had their people from Germany flying to discuss the future of tires, whether that's Volvo on, on the on the truck side, who actually were so impressed with the forum that the next forum they requested if they could host it. And they were kind enough to open their auditorium to us. So hopefully uh, that'll, that's where the next forum is, uh, in a beautiful place near Stratford upon Avon. Um, and and so these are these discussions, and so we we want to make sure that these forums actually deliver something of value, not just become talking shops. We want to keep them smaller, so that you know it's not a hundred people in a room that are just just talking about stuff. It's it's actually people sitting around a table who have influence, who have understanding, and and who are willing to you know to commit to this as 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 a real delivery to for sustainability. You know we're not we're not trying to to make money out of this or whatever. This is genuinely for us to promote sustainability in the industry. Excellent. Okay, so uh, on another subject, you recently responded online to the unfortunate comments by the managing director of uh, Apollo Tires on the attitude of British workers and their work ethic. Uh, as, as a CEO of a significant uh, employer of British workers in Grantham, what ex is your experience of the British workforce and its approach to the challenges of the work environment? Yes, it's a rather unfortunate uh, comment, but you know it is what it is. Uh, so, you know, we put our money where our mouth is, uh, we are, you know, we invested into the UK. So I was living in Dubai on, a, you know, uh, you know, living in 364 days of sunshine and, and I, and I, you know, moved to the UK and I, and I bought a business here because I, I genuinely believe that, uh, you know, that, uh, it, it's a great business and, and we have great people looking for us now. We are very lucky. I think, uh, you know, our team is, is phenomenal. 
uh, you know, Grantham is, is, is an amazing place to recruit people. We have people that are working for us for generations. One of the first things I did when I moved to Vacular, I think, was um, host the, the retirement party of a lady who had been wor working for Vacular longer than I was born. So she started before I was born. It was, it was amazing that I was, I was hosting a retirement party. Uh, and, you know, we have fathers and sons working for us, father-in-laws and sons-in-laws, brothers. And it's a real genuine family atmosphere. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, yes, British people go down to the pub. So what? And you know what we do actually for the uh, for their 40th, 50th, 60th birthdays, we decided you know we're gonna we're gonna give you the alcohol. So for I think for the 40th birthday we give 400 cans of beer, 50th birthday 500 cans of beer, and 60th birthday 600 cans of beer. <laughs> the only provisio is that you can't come to work the next day because there's no way in hell you're gonna operate my machinery after that much beer. So so you know what? As far as I'm concerned, like I put the comment online, you know the only people that are drinking the beer is because we're serving it. But no, we we are very very proud of our workforce in Grantham. They're doing an amazing job. They're very reasonable people. They are proud of what they do. And they genuinely understand the concept of sustainability. They're working hard for it. They come in and, and you know, it's great. And, you know, I don't go to the back of the factory that often. I don't need to. You know, our, our senior team are managing it. Brian, who you know, is probably one of the best plant managers in, in the UK today, without a doubt. And, and you know, he, he runs a great show. And, and his people are amazing. And, and we're very proud of them. Excellent. So uh, that, that's great. That's great to hear. So uh, just to change the subject again, uh, uh, you've been known to be a supporter of the current uh, government in the UK, and, it, and indeed, Bakilov hosted the launch of uh, Rishi Sunak's first attempt to become prime minister. Uh, so, with a general election looming, what are you hoping to see from the next budget to support businesses such as yours, and what would you like to see from them? in terms of support for sustainable businesses? Yeah, so, I mean, we are not supporters of any government. We're not political as a business. Um, you know, whoever's in power, as long as they're doing a good job for the country, we'll support them. Uh, so in terms of, you know, Rishi coming to the factory, it's very nice of him to do it. But frankly, we did it to support Grantham, to put Grantham on the map and to support our MP who actually requested uh, for a conservative prime minister to walk into a factory with the... Potentially several labor supporters who are, you know, literally labor. Uh, so, so it was actually a big deal for us to do that. We did it to support our MP and uh, and and you know, just to put Grantham on the map. Um, and so, yeah. So from from that perspective, you know, whoever's in power is in power. We're businessmen. We we just want a good climate for business that is, uh, you know, sustainable in itself. In terms of what the government can do for us, well, the government, to be perfectly clear, does absolutely nothing for us. Right? We have nothing from the government, no support at all. Um, it's, it's not a quip, it is what it is. Um, I, I think this government should support sustainable businesses. They should uh, you know, allow us uh, some form of, of grants or whatever for all the sustainability we do. But let alone all that, the one thing that the government does that, that, that uh, and I guess it's a bugbear, it's annoyance, whatever you want to call it, is that they don't allow us to classify avoided emissions as emissions, which is crazy because, I mean, we help save more than 7 million kilos of carbon going into the atmosphere. If my little factory didn't exist, that would be in the atmosphere. The UN says avoided emissions should be counted, but they don't count it. So my factory, which is technically net positive if you count avoided emissions, is now classified as you know a, 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 an emitter. And we're, we're working very hard to be net zero, which we will be in... Uh, in uh, and before 2030, we committed, we're the only retreader in the world to have committed to net zero by 2030. We, we're going to be well ahead of that. Uh, we wouldn't have committed if we didn't have the plan in place. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, so that that's uh, that's my little bugbear with the government. We'll be going back over to our interview with Archie shortly, but first a short update on some of the key news items to be covered on our platforms recently. Firstly, the United States International Trade Commission has initiated a preliminary anti-dumping duty investigation into truck and bus tyres imported from Thailand. This move, announced on December the 1st, follows a petition filed by the USW Union and seeks to determine whether these imports are being dumped into the US market at less than their market value, potentially harming the domestic industry. This investigation represents seven producers across seven states, accounting for nearly half of the estimated total US consumption of $9 billion. Imports from Thailand represent about 20% of US consumption. This investigation highlights the ongoing challenges facing the US tyre industry amidst global competition, and the outcome of this inquiry could have far-reaching implications for producers and consumers alike, as well as the retreading industry. We wait to see the outcome and its effect on the global tyre trade. Meanwhile, the retread division of Indian tyre manufacturer JK Tyre has achieved the milestone of opening 75 JK retread centres by the end of December 2023. Overall, the company appointed 13 new centres over the course of last year. JK embarked on its retread network expansion in 2017 when it launched the JKRC concept. The objective was to upgrade the retreading standards in the country in line with the changing dynamics of the transport sector. Swedish retreader Kolbeck has announced that it has strengthened its operations in neighbouring Finland by acquiring the Bandag retreader Pentep. Significantly, the acquisition of Pentep means that Colmec will now have Bandag retreading products in its portfolio. According to Colmec CEO Patrick Sjölin, the acquisition will be a new milestone for Colmec to start an interesting strategic cooperation with Bandag and Bridgestone. And finally, a reminder that retreading business is continuing to build its social media presence by introducing a dedicated WhatsApp channel to make sure you receive all the latest updates from the global tyre retreading industry. To access real-time news straight from retreading business on your mobile, laptop or PC, simply click the WhatsApp icon at the top of our homepage at retreadingbusiness.com. Then hit View Channel and then Follow. You can then keep an eye on our status updates to stay on top of the global retreading sector. Now, let's go straight back to our interview with Harjeev Kandari. Okay, so... Uh, Next question. You, you and I have spoken before about your plans for expanding your businesses in the UK. How do you foresee Vaculogs growth ensuing in the coming years? So we have two strands for Vaculogs growth. One is obviously the internal growth that's going to come through anyway. We've been very blessed with our team that have been going on there and we've managed to get several contracts. So 2023 was one of, I think, the best years that Vaculogs had in, uh, in 74 years. Um, we managed to get some excellent fleets supporting us and, and us supporting them. Uh, and, and that's continuing. We are, I think we're at the, the top table for many of the fleet discussions this year as well. And, and that's great. We're looking also to look at, you know, perhaps looking at uh, growing our smaller divisions like the tire equipment company as well. But I, I think our main source of growth, hopefully this year, if not this year, then definitely 2025 is acquisition. So we are, you know, a cash rich company. Uh, we're looking to buy for cash um, and, and we're looking to, to grow that uh, business. Where we buy, what we buy, those are you know, dependent on what's available, uh, whether we go up the chain, down the chain, sidewards, or just a completely different business. Like when we bought the tire equipment company, 
um, and make it profitable. But that is our definitely our strategy. And we definitely want to grow and we are actively, you know, sourcing companies in the market today. Excellent. Okay. So uh, the final question uh, is about uh, trade associations in, in the UK. As you know, I have a background in that. I used to be the director of the RMA. But uh, the RMA is now defunct uh, and is being swallowed up by the BTMA, whose key interests lie in protecting the interests of new tyre manufacturers. So those independent retreader members of, of the RMA have now largely left, yet the government will speak to only one representative body about the industry's interests. In the meantime, you also maintain a presence in, in Bipaver, even though we're outside the EU. So what I wanted to, to know is your opinion on, on how can the retreading industry better cooperate to have its interests heard by those in power. Yeah. So when you go into our conference room, there's a nice little certificate from, I think, 1946, which is when the RMA was formed. And, and you know, we are, I, I believe, we're founder members of, of the RMA. So yeah. it's a nice thing to have, especially now that the RMA is defunct. It's, it's a shame that it is defunct, but, you know, it is what it is. We uh, were members of RMA, founder members and members of Bipaper. When the RMA got defunct, uh, we continued our membership with Bipaper. We think it's an excellent organization, especially on a technical side. So our technical team is is working with them, and, and you know they're, they're a great organization. We were approached recently by the BTMA to come and join the board, uh, and you know they were very kind to come to Brantham and talk to us and and see how we could do it. And we felt that uh, you know their their approach to us was warranted, and we felt that you know that perhaps they're opening up now to look at retreading as a you know. Uh, as an as an industry, they want to also help. So we said that's possibly one way to at least try is to you know go back into the BTMA and help them with retreading, help them with the ideas around it, help them you know focus on the issues and have somebody that's a, a key player in the industry to actually uh, you know voice their opinion. Hopefully, if that that works and the BTMA is something that is uh, focused on retreading, we'll find out. We've only just recently joined the board. Um, then we would probably encourage other people to come on board and, and set up something as a retreading. Uh, section of the BTMA uh, because a lot of the British tire manufacturers do have retreading operations as well. Um, I understand it, it's a new tire industry uh, for sure, but I, th- I think you know. Let's try and give them the benefit of doubt, and let's hope that we can you know use the organisation and help them promote the um, cause of retreading. Excellent. Okay. Well, that's great to hear. So, uh, okay. Well, thanks as always for talking to us uh, today, Harjit. It's always fascinating to talk to you about how the retreading industry can promote itself. So thanks for your time, and we look forward to welcoming you back on the Retreadcast very soon. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Take care. Well, that's the end of the Retreadcast for today. Many thanks to Harji for his time, and I hope you enjoyed the interview as much as I did. The next edition of the Retreadcast will come from Las Vegas, Nevada, where I'll be reporting from TIA's OTR Tire Conference, and I hope you'll join me for what promises to be a fascinating event. Until then, stay safe.